0: Jaden, today, here's what I want to go into. There was this um, this sort of like report by Retool, like a state of the AI report. And it kind of goes in a little bit to how people are using AI. And the reason this really caught my attention, I, I'm guessing you saw it uh, as well. I think you did. The reason why I kind of just want to focus on this for a second is that uh, especially when I'm going out into the world, this is what people are asking about. They're like, "Can I use AI?" My company says I can't use AI. All that kind of stuff. So, I want to kind of um, just, if if it's all right with you, let me let me just sort of set the scene. Does that does that work for you? By the way, for this first uh, yeah, yeah. for this episode sure. here. Okay, let's do it. So, okay, here's what I was reading about it and tell me sort of like where, where you fall on all this. Okay, so uh, 2023 AI report, right? Like it it uh, it interviewed, I think about 1500. And by the way, these are tech professionals. So obviously we're kind of taking a little bit of a different tack. This isn't just like your everyday uh, lay person, but it's across, it is across industries, but it is in tech, uh, you know, software engineers, business leaders, uh, product managers, people like that, right? So anyway, so number one, Uh, Let me just throw a few numbers at you. So number one, you know, 96% of these uh, companies are finding AI beneficial. So first of all, thank God, right? Because I think we would have seen something different from back in March. Okay. Despite existing investment, it says 45% believe they're not investing in AI enough. Uh, 54% of people reported being encouraged to use AI at work. And um, still 35% uh, sort of confessed to using AI kind of on the sly, right? Kind of outside of company uh policy. So, I'm just going to kind of throw those numbers at you and just tell me your initial reaction on all that.
1: Yeah, I mean, going down the line, 96% find it beneficial. Yeah, obviously, if you don't find it beneficial, try harder. <laughs> You'll find it beneficial. Like, you know, that's kind of a no-brainer because I mean, even if we want to get get away from like the hype of like AI is cool, whatever, right? It's like it's software. So it's a, it's an algorithm. It's software. Like obviously these things are created to help you. So yeah, they, they're all beneficial. Um, interestingly enough, 47% believe they're not investing enough in AI. Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, you can always see another company that's came out with something new and innovative. And in the, you know, in the space that we're in, it's literally like every day on Twitter, I'm seeing like crazy new AI tools. And not just like, they're they're not always just like, oh, they just plugged this thing into like ChatGPT. Like there's like crazy new projects that do really cool stuff. Um, And so I think because of that, um, a lot of companies are going to say like every time they see these, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, we're not investing enough. Why don't we think of that or that or that that our competitors are coming out with? And Everyone's coming out with so many things. It's like the Wild West. It's a gold rush right now. So yeah, I think investing in it more, the more you invest in it, the more your productivity increases. And, and a lot of times, like literally the more revenue you're making, the more your stock price goes up. Like, I don't know if you've seen this, Connor, but like in the stock market this week, Microsoft, Apple, AWS, yeah anyone that talks about or touches AI like they're like their stocks are ripping and uh there's a lot of people that have been very flatlined this year as well so I think uh you know we're getting like a big bump like end of the year stock market bump right now especially in tech I, I swear I saw something a couple of days ago where it was like the whole stock market was up like a trillion dollars or something <laughs> because just everything was ripping in tech and um it, it's and it's all directly correlated to AI if you look at the companies that are like Way up, and the companies that flatlined this year, it's the ones that went hard on AI. And I know people even give that a lot of criticism because they're like, "Oh my gosh, Google said AI like way too many times in their presentation." Yeah. But guess what? When they did that, their stock part, their stock like yeah. price ripped. So it seems yeah. to be working.
0: So, so that and the 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 quote you say sort of seems to be working there. I think is really a critical one, right? Because even and you and I know a lot of people deep in this space. I'd say you and I. I mean, you with AI box and this incredible startup you have, which you were just telling me before we uh, went live, is just doing unbelievably well. Here's the thing, right? It's it's even us and even those folks don't really know what AI is yet. We don't know what AI does. We don't know where this is going. And so when you say, you know, it's almost like it's not that it's window dressing, but the you know, when I talk to folks in asset management and people who are professional investors around this, and I, I get to do that a fair amount. I mean, they're all trying to figure it out. like, And those are the people that are driving the investments and driving the landscape, right? So when they hear, oh my gosh, Google's coming out with this. This is why you see all these crazy demos coming out. And then you hear, oh, well, that's not actually you know, in production yet or anything like that because nobody actually really knows. I think you had that amazing statistic about Microsoft's uh, jump <laughs> in sort of like value, just sort of by what they're doing, because, and some of that is just what's getting in front of people, right? So, I mean, and this is where sort of some of the things behind the scenes, So. Uh, my buddy robert Haslam, he's uh, this a phenomenal designer he used to work for mckinsey now he he and i work together on a lot of stuff but he heard our podcast on this and, and since he and i talk every day he's like you know apple behind the scenes is doing a ton in machine learning a ton of all this stuff and yet the rap on them is like they're not doing enough in ai he's like that's not what i'm seeing at all and i just thought that was interesting so so much of it i think you're exactly right is just how are people kind of like using the hype machine to their, not that there's not real things here, but how are they using the hype machine to their advantage?
1: You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I think it's interesting because uh, I've heard that like uh, rebuttal to the Apple's not doing enough comment. And I think it's totally fair. Obviously it's fair, but at the same time, if you make a product and you don't like, I mean, you you say like using the hype machine, but in my opinion, it's like if you make something and you don't explain it clearly to people <laughs> what it is or what it does, like in consumer's mind, it doesn't exist. They're yeah. like Apple's not doing anything in AI because they didn't mention AI in their in their keynotes and all the you know the stuff that everyone's watching, and so it's kind of interesting because I know to Apple and I, I'm sure a lot of other companies, and it, it makes perfect sense to me. But it's almost like like we don't need to like ride. We're like a serious company. We don't need to ride the hype bandwagon. We don't need to stoop to the level of saying AI like. 100 times like google did because whatever like like they they view it as like stooping to a a level getting like leveraging the hype train right and that's why they're not doing it right they're obviously building the tech they're making really cool stuff uh they don't want to they don't want to be seen as like that guy you know however if you sometimes you got to swallow your pride a little bit in my opinion and look like i'm a marketer i'm in communications sometimes you got to swallow your pride a little bit tell people what they want to hear i mean it's true but you, you just have to. You have to, uh, you know, explain it the way they're used to. And I think a lot of consumers would be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, look at all this stuff Apple's doing. And it, like, it makes, it, like, increases people's perception of the company. I think that's the problem. Apple thinks it might diminish their brand by, like, acting like they're all hypey. But in consumers' mind, I think it might increase their, like, brand perception. I mean, I know this is all just, this is irrelevant because the technology is, this is nothing about technology. This is just me being like, no, you know, j- no, I listen, communicate something from my I love this. background, but
0: I love this. I, of, and this is why, yeah, like you are the ultimate marketer, I think, but like, but here's why I also love this because it's like Apple, like we want to like you, like we want to like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like fo- give us something to follow. So yeah, no, absolutely. on un- Okay. Point, point taken. Tell us now, let's go back into this study for a little bit here. It's talking about like company policies right now. This, this number is like 35% are using AI secretly at outside company policies. And remember that these were tech professionals. So if these are tech professionals, I hear this all the time, Jaden, you know that I go out and I work with a lot of companies and I do a lot of uh, trainings for sort of large companies. Uh, and and one of the things that I hear all the time, the, co- the question always comes up, is this safe to use? Right. And so, or I'll go into a place. I'll just tell you one time I was going to a private equity thing, uh, a private equity place. And the first person to speak before me is the general counsel. And they're like, and this, Jeff Given, this was over the summer, but they're like, okay, you don't yeah. upload anything just to be safe. And the person walked out, I'm like, Can I still should I talk? Or like, yeah, 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 it's okay. You're good. But I guess that's the point, right? So all of these company policies. And these are companies that really make billions on things like risk and any company has to understand risk and they've turned it into this black and white thing. It's like until I'm putting in air quotes, until we have a policy, don't use it. Whereas meanwhile, everybody's using it on their phones. There's this matter of trust. I talk about trust, all that kind of stuff. Like, what do you, when you run into people who are like, Jaden, I know you're into this. What should I tell my company? What should I tell my boss? Like, how do I get people to like, you know, sort
1: of allow us to use
0: this? How do you approach that?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'll say the first thing about myself and my own personal opinions on all of this, which I'm sure are controversial to people in big companies, but like, if my company had a policy not to use ChatGPT, for example, I would use it on my phone. Like, if I see how much this helps me and speeds up my time, I was just talking to my wife about this, actually, the other day, I uh, got a bunch of important emails And it was the end of the day. My brain was fried. I've been just like working all day. I knew I needed to get back to them. And so like I literally just take the whole email. It's the thing's like a page and a half or two pages long, tons of details. It's about, you know, whatever. I I guess I don't want to say too much info (laughs) about this email. The person's going to listen. But uh yeah, threw it into ChatGPT. I'm like, just respond to them. Say, no, we cannot do it this way. We have to do it like this. Yes, I would love to like collaborate. Let's do this and this. Yeah, let this sounds great, right? Like I put like two sentences in, posted it in. ChatGPT wrote me this incredibly well-worded email that referenced every single point the person talked about, every single way that it, you know, could collaborate with us. Because I already had like a ton of information in this thread. I kind of have a thread actually that is like, for specific like projects, I have, threads on chat gpt where all of the context and information on that project or area is like in there somewhere so i'm just like yeah, yeah I just respond to this question but with the anyways i put in two sentences and it writes this whole thing do you know how long like with when when your brain is fried how long it would take me to get something like that quality and i know some people are like well it's not my exact tone and to be honest the output wasn't my exact tone but it was pretty good and i honestly didn't care i sent them an email that seemed amazing And uh, responded to all their questions and it said everything I wanted to say so anyways uh, all this to say like me and I'm sure this is the opinion of a lot of people in your organization or any organization like there's a tool that makes them significantly more productive like they can further the goals and objectives of the business with this tool and so if people make rules and regulations that you can't use it yeah, maybe some people won't use it and your company's just going to get slower from it compared to your competitors. But like at the end of the day, there's going to be a significant chunk, especially, okay, this is the thing that I think is interesting. Apple, uh, JP Morgan Chase, right? These are people that ban chat GPT. Like, what do you know about those companies? Incredibly competitive. The people that work there are incredibly high achievers. So in my mind... Those people have to know there's a, a big edge and th- they have to be jumping on that. So anyways, yeah, 30% use it when they're not supposed to. Doesn't surprise me. I think companies, because this is my same this is my same opinion with like governments, like don't ban it. Just talk like, because people are going to use it anyways. There's open source, there's whatever. So same with companies. Don't ban it. Just talk about if people are using it, what does that look like? How do we safeguard it? How do yep. we make sure that we have the enterprise edition that they're not going to, that confidential information won't get leaked, right? Like there's the conversation of like, how to make it safe, but you can't ban it. And if you try, 34% of your employees are still going to use it.
0: So this is exactly, I I feel the exact same way on this, right? Which is, so sometimes the analogy I I use is, you know, it's like getting on, like you're about to take a flight to Denver from New York and you get on the plane and they do like all the safety instruction stuff. And then they're like, all right, everybody off. And I'm like, you can fly this thing to Denver. Like, why would you just go through all the safety stuff and then not actually try to use this? I mean, you have regulations around other stuff that's number one number two you know you're you're absolutely right like people are using it on their mobile phone anyway I've, i can't i'm not gonna name names on the hedge funds that i've, I've worked with around this but they're all using it, including the president of the hedge fund who i was working with was using it on his mobile phone right it's just like yeah but we can't actually use it here you trust your people with tons of stuff All the time every day there are tons of guardrails, guidelines everything that are easily searchable on the internet find one of those just make it a sort of a simple policy as simple to use as possible so i think that's number one right on the you know what happens if we're not allowed to use it it's just weird that people have turned risk into black and white but the other thing that sort of when i read this survey that really struck me is so so the other day i was telling you a tiny bit about this but i didn't finish like you know i was i was working with this organization. And, uh, and there was this woman who was, and I hope they're not listening, but anyway, there's was, a, cause they'll <laughs> identify this right away. But there was this woman in the front who's being super disruptive. Right. And just being like, yeah, but that wouldn't work. Yeah. But you lose this. Yeah. But you lose connection with people. And I'm like, yeah. And I just was like, okay, something's happening here. And I thought that she was like, you know, a vice president or something like that. It turned out afterwards that she was literally a secretary, a, a secretary of the, you know, the, one of the uh, C-suite people. And, she came up to me afterwards. she's like i'm gonna lose my job and so i spent like a lot of time with her just her afterwards kind of explaining why and explaining like look you're going to be able to do your job faster and she's like but the people on above me are going to be able to do all that too i'm like they're not going to be focused on that they're going to be focused on the next stuff that they can do everybody's looking upwards with what more you can do and i guess it's that right it's sort of it's you know a lot of people are not driving this forward because there's a great deal of fear in the in the layman's world, right? That this is actually going to be a worse thing for them because they're gonna lose their jobs and everything. So mm-hmm. I feel like we're at this weird inflection point. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh that's that's such an interesting concept. And that actually makes a lot of sense, I think, uh, as far as people's psychology around uh this. Um, and I think that would also go into, you know, you mentioned fifty-four percent of people were being encouraged to use AI at work. But I mean, then you could say that there's 45 or whatever percent <laughs> yeah. of people yeah. that are not, 46% that are not being encouraged. So um yeah, I mean, that probably, that plays a role into that. Uh, people are concerned it's going to take their jobs or whatever, but I tend to think like you that our, our jobs are not going to be, like, people's livelihoods won't disappear. They'll shift. People are going to be focused more on strategy than maybe tactics if the AI can cover tactics. But, like, that's awesome. Uh, another thing that I talk about a lot, though, um, because, of course, with AI Box, we're working on automating workflows and stuff. One thing that I think is really critical when you start looking at, and because and I, I think this is, like, the, the her concern and everyone in the industries is, like, okay, awesome. We're going to set up a workflow. We're going to automate it with AI. It's going to replace some people. And then we're done. The people are replaced. But like in reality, I think the big thing is like, you have to have, um, what a human does really well is when they have a workflow and they're manually doing it. Okay. First off, they don't have to manually do it. That's great. Let's automate that with AI. But They're still in charge of that workflow and their job should still be continuously monitoring it and optimizing it. That workflow needs to like, so it's like the strategy, it's the overarching like, oh my gosh, new AI thing came in. I'm going to plug this into my workflow that I created on AI box or wherever else. And I'm adding this new component that's now going to make it even faster or even better or even more effective. But like the AI is not going to know to self optimize itself. I mean, that's going to be crazy when we get there, but like, come on in the next handful of years isn't happening. And so I think uh, we need the people there and we need the people focusing on, like automate the workflow, but optimize it, grow it. Now you have 10 workflows, you used to only have one. Now you can manage 10 of them, but your job is to like manage them, optimize them and, and help improve them constantly.
0: So this is what I like about AI Box and maybe this is a nice way to, to end it too. And I know sometimes it sounds like I'm like, I have no stake in AI
1: Box, everybody. I, I won't just so I can talk you about it, it man. It. I should give you some, uh, an influencer percentage. I, that's exactly <laughs> that's a <good> it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be like the guy like elbowing his way to the front of the crowd like, I'd like to buy this AI box, you know what I mean, like (laughs) everybody else dives in but, but here's the thing on that I like about AI box. And it's, again, one of the ways that you and I connected is that everybody's going to worry about their own workflows. So this secretary is going to worry about her workflows, nobody else is going to care about that. And if you can optimize your own workflows, that feels like uh, that feels like the future of AI to me.
1: 100%. Any case, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to the podcast today. This has been a ton of fun. Um, You know, as we see, a ton is happening. It's exciting when we see these surveys and we get to see concrete results. I mean, this is 1,500 professionals that were surveyed in this, so this is some exciting stuff. Make sure to rate us wherever you get your podcasts and have a wonderful rest of your day.